The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist... <laughs> oh my God, are you serious? Are you serious? After last week when I said you just want me to be quiet, and then you said, why do you always jump in? Now I'm quiet, now you want me to jump you, in? You just, you can't make up your mind. I just, I try so oh hard to God. make you happy. Oh my God. I sit in bed at I, night and toss and turn. walk out of this room and slam the phone down. <laughs> Man, this is the most fired up you've ever been about anything. I just wish you were that committed. I cannot commi- believe what just happened. I just wish you were that committed to getting the bit right. If you could put in half as much passion into into learning your lines as you put into yelling at me, we might have a quality podcast. But you know what? It's too like late for that. Whipping off an angry text message right now. What? <laughs> the podcast where we try to solve your long-running relationship issues in ten minutes or less. How are you doing tonight, Steve? Oh, I am a dandy tonight. How are you? <laughs> well, actually, your attitude right now is the perfect segue for this question. <laughs> so here we go. How do I deal with a husband who is a bad sport when playing games? We are in our late 30s and have two kids, 8 and 10. We are not a super game-playing family, but we do play cards like card games like Uno at restaurants, on board game nights, uh, especially in the winter. There's no trash talk, really. It's usually just giggles and laughs. But more often than not, if my husband loses or appears to be losing, he will get angry. He will throw the cards and leave the room or get up from the table and walk to the restroom or something. I find it such an odd reaction that I don't know how to handle it. I once asked him why he was upset as it was such a lighthearted game with the point being to enjoy each other and he replied that he felt he was being attacked. I assured him that no one was attacking him and everyone at the table that night loved him. He said he appreciated that feedback, but he still gets really angry when he's losing and often quits. So far, I've just been ignoring it. What should I do? All right, Spoil Sport, take it away. Uh, First of all... I'm a bit incredulous at your name calling. <laughs> Second of all, the word attack really stands out to me in this context because just before then I had written something that really speaks to this, so I think I'm right. But that um, the bottom line really, other than that you don't want to play with them anymore, which would be fine because couples don't have to play board games. Obviously, they have to get liquored up and play Halo. <laughs> but it's that uh, you don't want it to be an example to your kids. Like kids need to be able to win with dignity and lose with dignity. Like that's sort of, now they can hate losing. I don't mind that. Competitive, I, 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 what I don't like is a trend toward taking competition out of schools and sports. Like competition will drive success at some point where you try to look for an advantage and you try to win. You try to make sure your thing, your product, your company is working and, and outperforming everybody. Like that's all part of what makes our country successful. What you don't want is people who get maniacal about it. And what I think, what I had written down um, before you said the word attack is, I will, I didn't write I will bet, but I wrote shame as kid rubbed in face. 
So I wonder if husband has an older brother or uh, like a friend that was a little bigger or stronger or faster than him or a father that would that, like uh, like when you take your dog's face and rub it in poop if the dog lays something on the carpet for you. Like if this created a situation for him that he starts feed, he he sort of learned that if I start losing the game, I know what's coming and it is absolutely dreadful. And so I start to panic. Now, as a kid, you can't do anything about it. So you have a tantrum. So you frisbee the game board against the wall. So you walk away. You take your ball and go home, that kind of thing. Because what you're trying to avoid is that end point where you know someone is going to ridicule you. They're going to shame you. They're going to demean you. They could, like, physically start beating on you. Like, there's a whole lot of ways that this could end poorly. So now the word attack is a distortion on his part because it's very clear to you, letter writer, that he's not being attacked. But to him, the distortion is when he starts to lose, when the game momentum starts tilting the other direction, he becomes that seven-year-old kid again that knows he's about to be attacked. And so to him, he can't see the lines on the road anymore because he's got his eyes closed waiting for impact. So I don't know that you can do anything per se other than maybe talk him through some of this stuff. Like even to say something, when's the first time you remember feeling that way? Like that's what I would ask a client and not because I'm trying to pry or get invasive or tell me about your mother kind of thing, but just kind of have him connect the dots like, oh my God. When I was a kid, man, we had this kid across the street that would come over and wh whatever the story is, I don't know. But the, the word attack, I think, is significant, not just that you wrote it, but that he said it. And it's so hyperbolic compared to what's actually in front of him. That tells me it is scratching on a much deeper wound that started well before you met him and that won't change anytime soon with just a little rational thought. He's going to have to practice sitting with that anxiety. And that'll take some repetition and a little patience on your part. But in the meantime, I just kind of worry about the kid seeing father acting like an eight-year-old because that's never a good thing for your kids to watch and you don't want them to learn this is what a loser does they act like a spoiled brat but what say you james breakwell well you went full psychologist steve never go full psychologist i think i think this is much simpler uh first of all uno can end even the strongest marriage i mean seriously that is a brutish brutal backstabbing game i mean it's right up there with monopoly if you just want to hate the person you love play uno with them they'll drop one of those draw fours on you and you're right off to divorce court uh, but I think it's interesting that he's a bad sport with games. He just sounds absolutely fragile. But she doesn't say it about, like, other contexts. She doesn't say, like, he always has to be right. He always has to win the argument. Like, it right, sounds like this right. is just an anomaly. It is just in uh, just board games and nothing else, which just seems weird, really weirdly oddly specific. So I guess there's two, uh, two possibilities here. One is that, uh, like you said, there's some buried, you know, childhood trauma and he's going to make some psychologist very rich. Or the other one is he just never learned to be a graceful loser. And let me just clue him in here on the, the secret to board games. The secret to board games isn't to win, it's to be hilarious. Like that is my only goal anytime I play anything. <laughs> I go in there and it helps if there's a few drinks that don't have to be. But I look at it as I lost, was, was I funny? Did I make people laugh? Did I draw all the attention to myself to feed my, you know, my blatant narcissism? Did that come through? Uh, here's a little secret, how I wooed my wife early on. We played so many card games at the start of college and she won every single one of them. Like hundreds of card games in a row and I did not let her win. I think she cheats or is a wizard. But as I lost wow. game after game wow. after game, I was amazing and 
she fell in love, she might remember that very differently than I do. But I'm pretty sure <laughs> it was my amazing and lighthearted losing that did it. And uh, I still go into that today. I mean, really, games are just an excuse to be uh, to be social. Like, who cares who wins? There is no master leaderboard of who won the most Uno games. Although, if you do have that kind of leaderboard in your house, it might explain his attitude quite a bit. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't know what goes on in the Steve Oliva's house. It's possible. <laughs> so, I don't know that if you dig deeper, you are really going to find a childhood trauma. I think maybe you're just going to find a guy who never really has it spelled out in black and white that you lose. I mean, really, in life, life is always so much more gray than that. I mean, very seldom do you get a clear-cut loss like you do in a board game. And there he is in front of his family, and all of a sudden, he just lost to his wife and kids or whatever. He just And I, you know what? I've, I've encountered people like this. I've never encountered somebody who's, who's mad like that every time. But I've had a game night, or maybe somebody else had one, too, that where, where there was, like, one player who just all of a sudden had a really bad attitude and threw a fit, and, like, people were still talking talking about it like weeks later like what was that about like otherwise nobody even remembers who won or lost but if you throw a fit that's what people remember so uh so yeah i would say maybe uh before you go the route of mortgaging your house to uh to get him a thousand therapy sessions maybe just talk with him and see what his deal is again uh why does he feel so attacked and uh and figure out why he can't take a loss because i think this might just be a case where i hate saying this is a man because people throw it back on you all the time but maybe he just needs to man up and be okay with losing and realize that no Nobody, absolutely nobody cares who wins, especially if you're playing with kids and you have to throw the games half the time anyway. All right, Steve, uh, go ahead and give me your, your rebuttal. No, I don't have a rebuttal, but I'm just thinking that um, I'm around hyper-competitive teenage boys all the time. Yeah. And I think uh, they, they hate losing more than they like winning, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that does make sense. But there is... Um, like you said, what the coaches do is they stress, you're not going to beat everybody, and so this is how you handle it. We shake hands afterwards, and uh, I don't know if you're going to set up a rumble in the parking lot of the uh, ice cream stand later, but for the time being, this is how you handle winning. This, is, this just happened with my son's team over the weekend. They were killing a team, and uh, the coach told him very specifically, if any of you celebrates the next goal, you're sitting next game. Oh, wow. Like, uh, you just uh, have a little dignity, let the other team save a little face, you're going to win, and just learn how to win gracefully. But they do the same thing with losing. Like, uh, you don't start swinging just because you're losing and pissed off. Like, you handle that in a certain way, and you learn from it. You get better next time, or you figure out what did they do that was better than us. Like, all of that does require some molding and some coaching. You're absolutely right, so I won't rebut that. But uh, I do think the wife has a little more power to say, knock it off. Like wives, I, when I see some, when I see a guy wearing something ridiculous in public, I think, where is your wife? <laughs> and she allowed you to leave the house looking like that. Like uh, Lola probably gives you the stink eye once in a while and is like, no, you're going to change that shirt. And you're like, I shall not. I'm putting my foot down. And then while you're changing your shirt, you're thinking, you know what? This other one actually does look a little better. Which is super awkward. She buys all my clothes anyway. But hey, she can veto her own outfits. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, lead us home. All right, well, if you have a question you'd like us to solve in 10 minutes or less, send that question into James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's exploding unicorn with the E. It does not have to be a marriage question. It can be boyfriend, girlfriend, platonic friends, coworkers, parent, pet, whatever you have. Just send that question in and we'll do our best to answer it. This has been another episode of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.